Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Question for you. Who's excited for Ted Lasso? This is my favorite show on TV right now. It begins its second season tonight on Apple TV. And let's just say I'm confident it's going to be just as strong as its opening season. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, July 23rd. I made Madcore, made it through another week. Big week as the opening ceremony from the Tokyo Games. They're going on right now as I record the Buzzcast, airing live on NBC. The show is hosted by Savannah Guthrie and Mike Tirico. It marks the first time NBC has aired the opening ceremony in the morning. I just watched the opening and Savannah Guthrie admitted these are very controversial games, especially in Japan, but she said Olympic organizers do hope bringing the world together during a global pandemic that sports can be a beacon of good in the world and they believe that sports can help bring the world together. So the opening ceremony going on live as we record the Buzzcast. Following the ceremony, the Today Show will air a special edition that will include interviews with athletes, and then they'll go right into their Olympic daytime show with competition and other types of vignettes. At 7.30 tonight, Friday night, NBC will re-air a packaged and I would say more enhanced version of the opening ceremony. I met some business colleagues last night after work. We were talking about interest in the Olympics. Most expectations are that NBC's TV ratings will be down. And while the Olympic Games will deliver the biggest primetime numbers in months, and NBC will win the night for at least two weeks straight, it will probably not match previous summer game viewership. There's a lot of reasons, right? There's COVID. There's the changing viewing habits. Fewer people are watching TV right now. There are no fans in the stands, so the environment is certainly different. But while ratings were down for the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup, remember we have seen strong numbers around global events like the Euro Championship. So we'll start to see America's interest in the Tokyo Games today. And so look for daily updates from our Chris Smith, who was on the ground in Tokyo for the next few weeks. So the opening ceremony starting the Olympic Games as we speak from Tokyo. Let's shift to college sports because the Big 12 expects Texas and Oklahoma to follow conference rules and abide by TV contracts they have signed. Big 12 ADs and their university presidents held a video conference on Thursday to discuss the possible moves of Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC. Now, both Oklahoma and Texas officials were invited to the video conference, but declined to participate, according to sources cited by ESPN. Big 12 rules require any member who is leaving the conference to give the conference at least 18 months notice. There are also significant exit fees and penalties if they leave the conference early. ESPN has estimated any exit could cost each school almost $80 million. 
In addition, sources who attended the video conference said that if Texas and Oklahoma were looking for more revenue, more money, they discussed possibilities of finding more revenue to give the schools if they could stay in the Big 12. Big 12 leaders also examined what they would do if Oklahoma and Texas left the conference and whether there are other programs that might want to join the conference. Speculation floated around targeting such schools as the University of Central Florida, Houston, BYU. But again, none of those schools have the might or the draw of Texas and Oklahoma. Most believe this story is going to move very quickly so we could have more clarity about the future of the Big 12, future of the SEC, really the future of realignment in college sports after this weekend. So keep your eye on this very dynamic story. I want to shift to the NFL because the NFL has been very proud that it did not miss a game last year. It's a fact I'm reminded of time and time again from league officials who outlined the league's success during COVID. Remember, it rescheduled all the postponed games. They moved them to Tuesday. They moved them to Wednesday. They moved them to Friday. Well, they seem adamant that they want to keep that record of not missing any games intact. The league really put down a hammer yesterday, threatening forfeits. And the loss of salary if it faces a COVID outbreak driven by unvaccinated players. It was a major, major declaration by the league. And the policy was met with significant resistance by players who ripped it on social media. The new policy was in a memo from Commissioner Roger Goodell to the clubs. Because remember, the league has encouraged players to get vaccinated. It cannot require it per an agreement with the Players Association. But the memo was a clearly a call to get vaccinated as unvaccinated players will face severe protocols throughout the season. And the league implied that unvaccinated players could be responsible for the losses of games and paychecks. The idea of any possible forfeit will be sure to rock NFL front offices and locker rooms. And we'll have full reaction to this move in today's issue But this story is going to be watched by all leagues in terms of Commissioner Roger Goodell threatening team forfeits if there is a major COVID outbreak. Let's shift to the NHL because the Arizona Coyotes have long looked for another home outside of Glendale. And the Arizona Republic is reporting today that the Coyotes are in talks with Tempe to relocate the franchise from Glendale to the East Valley. Now, Tempe is seeking a pro team and a developer to build an arena and an entertainment center in the city, and the location is seen as a great, great location. The Coyotes confirmed to the Arizona Republic that they are very interested in that parcel of land. They will submit a proposal to develop the land. The team currently plays on a year-to-year lease in Glendale. The team has been in Glendale since 2003, since it started playing in Arizona, but it's no secret. The team has long wanted to leave Glendale and move their arena closer to its fan base, which they consider in the Phoenix East Valley area. So right now, they seem to have an ideal location for a new facility in Tempe. So keep your eye on the future of the Arizona Coyotes. Staying with team news, the Cleveland Indians have apparently decided on a new name for the franchise. That's according to a report this morning in the Cleveland Plain Dealer. There were no details on what the name is or when the name will be announced. Team owner Paul Dolan said he hoped to have a new name in place for the start of the 2022 season. That was his goal. 
In June, the Indians said they had considered a list of more than 1,100 names and were narrowing down the options. Cleveland Plain Dealer reports the Indians have decided on that option and have a new name, but no details on when they will announce it. And a couple of quick hitters to end the buzzcast. The Superdome, that iconic building in New Orleans, yes, will soon have a new name. It will be called the Caesars Superdome. Pretty fitting for such a building. This comes as a 20-year naming rights deal was approved by the state legislature yesterday between Caesars and the facility. So that building will have a new name, Caesars Superdome. And finally, the information is reporting today that Amazon executives have considered buying the NFL network. Now we know that the NFL has been looking for a strategic business partner and investor in NFL media. And the league, of course, already does business with Amazon for Thursday night football. Amazon has long been considered a possible suitor for the NFL media assets, but this is a clear report we have seen that Amazon executives are really taking a close look at buying the NFL network. And as I noted earlier, as the Olympics begin formally in Tokyo, our Chris Smith is on the ground filing daily dispatches from the games. Check out our website even over the weekend as Chris Smith will continue to file daily dispatches on the ground from Tokyo. And finally, nominations for Sports Business Journal's New Voices Under 30 close this Sunday. We're looking for the new influencers, the new voices representing the next generation of sports business. So to nominate someone, please visit the link in our show notes or go to our website or just let me know. But the nominations are due Sunday night. So that is your morning buzzcast for Friday, July 23rd. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Watch the Olympics. Enjoy Ted Lasso. I'm Abe Madcor. I'll talk to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.